Welcome to Serious Fun, a podcast where I have serious fun conversations about life, society, culture, and health. It's Brooks here. This week, my guest is Veronica Wojcikowska. Veronica is a certified and lifted level one coach, and she guides women to feeling strong and confident through movement and mindset coaching. Veronica and I first met at the Strong Coach Summit in Imperial Beach, California back in 2019, and I immediately got Polish soul sister vibes from her. This has only gotten stronger after spending a few weekends together last year in 2020. The first is in Mount Hood, Oregon, and the second is when we got to record this show. We recorded it last fall in McCall, Idaho at what we called the Strong Coach Pop-Up HQ, and we were hanging out with other badass coaches like Ben Walker, who was a previous guest on this show, people like Grant Thomas, and this was during my 50-day road trip adventure with my wife, Hallie, and this interview with Veronica is another example of the amazing and unreasonable humans we had the pleasure to connect with on that trip. We jump right into what it's like to live and work on the road. We talk about her passion for working with women to help them tap into their desire, why filling your cup leads to a more productive life, and why you should stop doing the exercise things that you don't like. I'm excited to present the Serious Fun Conversation with Veronica Wojcikowska. Enjoy. <laughs> Teeth the tongue, tip of the lips. All right, for the record, state your name. Veronica Wojcikowska. Veronica Wojcikowska. The Polish, the Polish version. Yes, the Veronica Polish beauty. Veronika Wojcikowska. Oh, yeah. And where are we right now? We are in McCall, Idaho. Yeah, for the Strong Coach HQ. Yes. Bunch of badass people doing badass shit mm-hmm. nonstop all day. All day, every day. And playing hard. Yeah. Most people think that you have to work really, 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 really hard. But what I'm noticing in this house is that that is not exactly true. Mm-hmm. What's, your been, what's been your experience with that? Yeah, absolutely. I've noticed that it's intentional work. Like you work intentionally. And it's an old phrase of work smarter, not harder. And with the intentional work, you're also making sure you fill your cup up before you work. So the way people do it in this house has been really eye-opening. It's really cool to be surrounded by people who um, intentionally wake up and have their morning rituals or things they do that makes them feel good before stepping into a quote-unquote work day Mm. of phone calls or content creation. And um, yeah, and then after work, quote-unquote work, Going to explore the nature, the town, hanging out, having awesome conversations. There's a lot of play, which is really fun. Well, Ben did this awesome thing back in Colorado where he declared that he was going to create the hangout environment. And so we've officially labeled Ben, Ben Joy Walker, whose episode will release, I imagine, before this one, that he is the, the chief executive officer of the hangout environment. But, but... All good executives need a good secretary. And so who we're actually here with is not just Veronica. It is the secretary 
of the hangout environment for Strong Coach HQ here in McCall, Idaho. The she. And you have been doing an incredible job at cultivating the hangout environment. So where have we gone since we've been in contact with each other? Where where did we go? Where have we gone? In Idaho? Yeah. Ooh. Wow, where have we gone? We've, first of all, thank you. I'm really embracing the capital S, capital H, E, mm-hmm. um, the she. Um, and we have been to an amazing waterfall. Mm. We've been to the lake multiple times. We've been to a restaurant. We've been to a nice little burger joint. Um, we've just had this awesome literally everywhere we go is a hangout environment and one of my what makes me really happy is seeing people have fun Mm. I like to have fun I love community and connection and if I can facilitate that in any way it makes me super excited so having a group of people who are just really open to um, exploring and adventuring and hanging out and have and being able to facilitate that I'm just like, yes, yeah, yes, sign and me up. <clears throat> how long did it take before, how, how long have you known that this is something that you've wanted to do, to work, maybe not permanently on the road, but to be able to create and curate a life that includes, if desired, a month in McCall, Idaho, with mm-hmm. a couple of trips here and there. Mm-hmm. Like, where did this start for you, and when did you decide, like, this is what I'm going to do, and this is when I'm going to do it? Mm. It's something I've dreamed about for at least five years five years um and a few months ago is when i I was like i'm gonna do it and listening to you (laughs) i know i heard you say just do it just go and do it go do the things why are you waiting um i heard you say that yesterday which was amazing (laughs) um but a few months ago i was like what am i waiting for the right moment the right day the right feeling what does that what does that entail what does that feel like and I was like no I'm done I'm just gonna commit and I know I knew Ben was looking to have a group of people in Idaho or in a mountain town and he texted some people he texted me I thought about it for a couple days I was like I'm gonna make this work Mm. sign me up Mm -hmm. Um, and it's I mean we're halfway through and it's such a cool experience. The word that comes to m- mind when you talk about this is permission. Mm. Giving yourself permission is a lot easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Um, because we, s- a lot of times I catch myself looking at, s- looking at my external situation as the uh, gatekeeper of the permission to be able to do something. Um, the common one is finance. I can't do that because there isn't enough money. Or another one is that there's not enough time. Or I can't do it for uh, because I need my anchored routine. I know that I'm going to miss home. There's all these external exper- uh, circumstances that we wait to be just right to give ourselves permission. And taking that step is a really, really big step. So a few months ago, you said, I'm going to give myself permission to go be awesome. Mm. What happened? Hmm. I felt in my heart that I was I was longing to go explore, adventure, get out. And with quarantine and COVID, being stuck inside or being stuck in the same area for a few months, 
had finally gone to me like my internal drive like I love exploring I love adventuring I love seeking new experiences and places and people um so I there a light bulb went off in my head where I was like what am I waiting for what am I truly waiting for um and giving myself that permission to just say just say yes and everything else will be figured out like I will figure it out and that's in the past like looking back on other experiences where I just like went for things I always figured it out Mm. I'd always worked out Mm. so I was like why why would this be any different Mm -hmm. and I spoke it out loud as well Uh, even before Ben had texted me I remember saying I want to go somewhere in October I just want to spend the month of October somewhere else. And I had spoken it out loud to a few people. And a few weeks later, I get a text from Ben. So speaking also my vision and my dream was a big, big help there. Because then all of a sudden things started synchronizing and things, opportunities started arising and um, things slowly began to piece together. Mm. And where have you been since you started? Since I started the the journey, the, the road trip, the road trip, I have been so I drove up from the Bay Area, and I drove up to Tahoe, and into Oregon and Idaho. I spent some time in Boise. I spent an amazing weekend in the Hood River area with some amazing women mm-hmm. and cool guys as well. What does the Queen say? The Queen says, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> um, yes, she does. Yes." And that that Oregon retreat was also just popped up, and it was an opportunity where I was like, "Why would I not say yes?" Why would I not say yes? Mm-hmm. Um, and after Oregon, you know, spending some time in McCall and really, truly getting to know the town and the lake and just appreciating nature and its beauty and having the area or in the time to breathe and just relax and rejuvenate. It's been really good for my, my heart and soul. Well, one powerful thing that I think is worth mentioning here is that this is this is sort of unparalleled in time to be able to be in a place like this and be as connected with the world as we are. And so I'm so grateful for technology. And I think one thing we might be either we don't know that it exists or we take it for granted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so we either don't know that I can, I can do this, which is that there are places where I can be fairly remote, work from some fairly remote places and still have access to the world via the internet or you just take it for granted that, like, yeah, I should be able to get five bars wherever I am. I'm in Zion National Park. How come on? I don't have cell phone service, right? So we're still in this place where we're walking the balance between planning and access. So we, we either have to plan to be in certain places, and that can be its own challenge. That's what I'm learning on the road mm-hmm. is, like, I'm just assuming that anywhere on the highway is going to have cell phone service, right? And that's a that's so – when you really stop and go, is that reasonable? Of course it's not, right? You're driving through the middle of nowhere. There's literally nothing there, okay? So, of course, there's not going to be cell phone service. But we're living in this time where it's now possible for the Veronicas of the world, for the Brookses of the world to say, you know what? At least for a little while, I'm going to take this show on the road. One of our mutual friends, Jarrett, he said, I just have this vision of you doing a traveling circus. Mm. Yeah. Uh huh. And this feels like, into a degree, I've stepped into a traveling circus. I get to do shows. I get to interview and talk to really amazing people. Um, and this show really only has two prompts. See, we've already we've already done like ten minutes, 
not one prompt. You see, <laughs> I told you, we're going to be good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So the, the only two prompts, the first one is, what are you serious about? And so, V, you have a chance to tell your story. What are you serious about right now? Mm, what am I serious about? I am serious about unblocking and unfolding all of the old stories and unhelpful habits that I grew up with. I am on a mission to dive into my soul and learn about my heart. What does Veronica truly want? What does she desire? What is holding her back? What are those limiting beliefs? And with that in mind, spreading it to other women. I love coaching women and I truly believe there's a way that everyone can feel empowered and happy and strong. And whether that be through fitness or some, some mindfulness, some movement, um, connection with people, community, that's what I desire in my life for myself and to share with others. Uh, something I have really, really learned is I love community. I love connection. That's so, so important to me. I grew up not having a lot of that, um, more so because I was fearful of other people and being judged and um, being different or not agreeing, being afraid to use my voice, standing up for myself. And through this journey over the past few years, I'm stepping up and stepping into myself more, being being Veronica. Um, and because I am leading with my heart, I am being exposed to so many cool situations and so many cool people. And my heart is literally exploding with love being in McCall, Idaho. <laughs> I, it's, it's amazing. I get to, I never, never would have imagined this five, six, ten years ago. The word it. the word that you've said twice that really sticks out to me here, and I think it's actually the most important word that you said, desire. Mm. Like, it's actually, um, we're all, sometimes words can have other words bundled to them. And somehow, the word desire, it's kind of come with this, like, icky, ooh, be careful about your desires. Mm. They may be leading you in the wrong direction. And so, uh, yeah, okay, like we need to focus on what we need, get those basics down. Like you said, some people anchor in their needs first thing in the morning in a really positive way. Okay, I know I need some solo time. I need some movement time. I need a little breath work time. And if I wait until my day gets started, it can it can steamroll, and, and now it's out of my control. So I go ahead and, and do that first, right? But really after that is like, okay, but what do you desire beyond that? And a lot of times – my experience has been I'll put a cap on what I'll allow myself to desire as if I may not – I may be getting too much. It might be too, too mm -hmm. much, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Too much joy and bliss, too mm -hmm. much pleasure and all these things. And one thing that I believe to be true, women specifically are taught that their desires are wrong. Mm -hmm. It's – you know, whether it's a sexuality conversation that the women desire is somehow wrong, female sexuality is wrong, but also just in general in the traditional family nucleus, you know, mothers, women are taught to put themselves last. You don't get to fulfill your desires because you're too busy taking care of everybody else's needs. So as a woman, how have you uh, associated with desire in the past and what is your relationship to desire now? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think you nailed it. Um, I grew up in a family where like my mom put everyone else first, everyone else first. And that's not going like she was happy. She loves taking care of she loved taking care of us, um, my sister and I, her kids. And that was her true joy. But looking back, I'm like, what what did my mom truly desire? What was that? And even as a kid, if I had the desire to play, it was always like, hey, um, did you finish your homework? Did you do X, Y, and Z first? Did you get your chores done? That's what you need to do first. That's what you need to focus on. Playing and yeah, what you desire, like that's not realistic, mm. essentially. Um, and it's still the the re- relationship I have with desire, like the true desire is something that is a work in progress. Um, allowing myself to feel those desires and tap into them and truly express it. Um, it's a practice. It's a new muscle. and But that realization of, okay, I was always holding back and I was always taught to like have hopes and dreams and pursue them, um, but only if they aligned with what was quote unquote the right desire or the right dream, um, then you can pursue it. So learning for me, desire is the heart speaking its truth. Mm. And how do you, how does that influence or impact the way that you work with women? Mm. I, I have them tap into like, what do you, I ask them, what do you truly desire? Like all things aside, um, I want you to be happy. I don't care if, you know, I give you a week of workouts and you can't do any of them because you're too busy or all of a sudden all these voices come into their head like, I'm so sorry, I didn't do the workout. I'm like, I don't care. Mm. I want you to be happy. And what like what sounds fun to you? What kind of movement sounds fun? What kind of uh, what new habits sound fun that you want to tap into? How does the voice in your head speak mm. um, and to tap into like, hey, what? all things aside, all family, society, friends, what is it that you want? How do you want to feel at the end of the day? The word that's coming up for me in this moment, and it might be like a a good opportunity to upgrade. There's so much resistance to this idea that we should pursue happiness because the reality is that we can't, we can't be happy all the time because to be happy is in relationship to your baseline Mm. uh, or in relationship to how sad you can be. Mm -hmm. The word I'm loving here is fulfilled. What makes you fulfilled? I love that. Because it may not be happy all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, doing what doing what you love. Hey, is it uh, you're on the road and you're doing work? Is it easy all the time? Are you happy mm-hmm. all the time? Maybe not. But at the end, when you lay your head down and you're like, "Look at my life. Mm-hmm. I'm fulfilled." Fulfilled. I love Oof. that. And just yeah. being able to empower humans with this sense of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And a fulfillment comes from naming. Well, taking care of your needs as a baseline, but really naming your desires. Mm -hmm. Fulfillment comes from naming your desires and claiming them. And the way that we claim is through action, Mm -hmm. which is why these morning routines, you don't have to do a morning routine, right? You don't have to do a nighttime routine. You don't have to do any of these Mm -hmm. things. What we can do is say, let's find the thing that allows you to feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. If it's filling your cup at the beginning of the day that makes you feel fulfilled, great. If it is taking care of a family and taking care of your children, 
great, but name it and claim it. And a lot of times we get stuck not being able to name our desires. Mm. Uh, there's a, it might be too selfish. I'm not being selfless enough by getting what I want all the time. Uh, and, and, and so, yeah, like I, I just see that I have been searching for a word and I'm so glad that you were able to lead me there. It's like, we may not be trying to make sure people are happy all the time, but it's like, hey, how can we help you find a fulfilling existence? Mm, um, yeah. And so what are the things that you focus on to help people find that happiness or fulfillment? Hmm. I focus on how, where, so I meet them where they're at. I'm like, hey, how are you feeling? And then I ask, what do you want to feel like? Where do you want to be? Um, in three months, six months, wherever, whatever feels good to the client, whether maybe it's at one month, um, five years, one year, um, how do they want to feel? And then why, what is their why? That's the big one. If you don't have a why behind a goal or what, what is the desire or the feeling or the fulfillment, um, then you're, you're going to lose, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Motivation, mm. essentially. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't have, if you're just, let's say you're just working out just to work out, you're going to work out for like a week or two and then you're going to lose your motivation because there is no why. If you're doing some personal development, some emotional healing, some mindfulness, some meditation, if you don't have a why, if you're like, I'm just meditating because... Um, I so saw another yoga guru so and so, yeah, yeah, so, so, and so, so did and so it. So-and-so said I was supposed um, to meditate. Then there's, it's like, no. What is your why? If it's because I want to feel relaxed, if I want to show up differently for my family, if I want to show up differently for myself, I want to feel a certain way, then then you're going to have, you know, the fire's going to be lit up and you're like, okay, I'm ready. Let's do this. Last night we watched, uh, as a group, we watched a documentary about Paramahansa Yogananda who wrote Autobiography of a Yogi. It was the only book Steve Jobs uh, had on his iPad when he passed away. He is the predominant uh, uh, bringer of yogic philosophy and thought. And one of the things that he said that stuck out to me, he said, um, will, the human will, is the energy that it takes to per turn thought into action or thought into energy. And so when our motivation or our will is diminished, we can't take those thoughts and turn them into energy, turn them into action. And so um, one thing I'm adding to the, the mix here is that these fulfillment practices expand and grow our will. Mm. When you really focus on your true desire, and I, when we say desire, again, it's easy to get trapped in the physical. Mm -hmm. It's easy to get trapped in, I want this amount of money, and I want this mm -hmm. par partner to look a certain way. I want my mm -hmm. sex to be a certain way. That's not what we mean. Because you can have a longing for God. You can have a longing for spiritual practice. You can have a longing to serve people in a, in a Mother Teresa type way. That also can be a desire. So when we're pursuing our desires... Our will grows. And then the more that we continue to feed into that, the more will we have to do the work. And so I say it's such a missing piece in, in, this, in our professional development. It, when we don't step into our desires, our will starts to go down. We call it filling your cup. Mm -hmm. If you don't fill your cup first, mm -hmm. then you're going to pour out from an empty cup. If you're not 
taking care of the things that you need and, and you're really not giving yourself what you desire. Your will, your motivation to take these thoughts and turn them into something that is tangible, something that people can see, it just makes it so, so, so much harder. So the way I like to combat that is to uh, help people find the thing that they love to do, something that's really fun. Mm -hmm. So the mm -hmm. only other prompt on mm. a serious, fun show is what do you do for fun? What is your relationship to fun? And how has that changed, say, over your coaching journey the last five years? Mm. From the I want to do this on the road, Veronica, mm -hmm. to the I'm doing this on the road, Veronica. Yes, yes. Yeah, and you bring up a good point. Like play and fun – is also super important. Like I ask my clients that as well. Like, what are you doing to fill your fun cup, your play? What's going to be without, what does that look like? Are you going to paint? Are you going to watch a movie? Are you going to read a book? Are you going to go for a walk? Um, so yes, I love this question because this is also really, really something I like to dive into with people as well. So for me, I love um, road tripping. I love dri driving by myself. I never thought I'd say that. I always mm. love driving with like other people mm -hmm. and it's invigorating to drive around exploring new places and you can just sit in your car, listen to whatever music you want, podcast books. Um, it's really, really fun to me. And, um, but other things that fill me up music and dance. Um, and I am by no means a professional dancer or I've taken maybe like three dance classes in my life but I love putting on some good music and just moving my body to in whatever way feels good mm. so ex exhilarating without sometimes I'll just do it in my room by myself um when shows are available again like I love going to live shows mm. that fills my cup up so much mm -hmm. and seeing and hanging out with other in like people with the same mindset who are just a joy to be around who lift each other up that's really fun for me um trying new new things and so a lot of movement things like any type whether it be dance whether it be like I'm in a house right now with people who do all sorts of weird flow things <laughs> which is amazing <laughs> like there's the rope there's the mace um we got some kettlebell we're rocking some kettlebell kettlebells flow. we're yeah. rock stacking yeah, rock stacking, mm. you're doing a little sexy bear walk, yeah, you know, you all know that, that good stuff. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, that also gives me a lot of joy and it's really playful for me. Um, yeah, and so my journey with fun <laughs> has has been a journey indeed. It, uh, I never, it felt like I never could have fun when I was a kid. Not too much fun because it's like, why are you having so much fun? Why are you laughing? Uh, you should be doing schoolwork. You should be practicing tennis. Uh, whatever it might be and fun for me when I was growing up was okay cool I have like an hour to myself I'm gonna like watch tv mm -hmm. just to like decompress yeah um and then I I lost myself for several several years I had no idea what fun was I was such a no person mm. <laughs> I was like people were like hey come hang out and I'd be like do I want to um that sounds uncomfortable so I'm gonna say no so I went through a period of just saying yes to things that sounded even a little bit fun, whether it be an ecstatic dance, going to a seminar about breathing, um, you know, strong coach summit, whatever it might be. And I went through a period of yeses and that just lit me back up. Mm. I highly recommend if you're a person who lives in your bubble and the comfort zone is scary to step out 
out of that comfort zone a little bit and see, hey, what what lights you up? It might light you up and you might not even realize it. Because um, that's what like just dancing and music, movement, I realized it could be so much more than just, you know, tennis or CrossFit or working out. Like you can move and have fun without a quote unquote purpose mm-hmm. or I have to do this workout because I want to be strong and fit and look good. It's like, no, you can just move and have fun. The the, po- the part people miss is that they don't realize that the point of play is the action itself. Mm. It's not a result. Yeah, exactly. It's not exactly. the result. We ha- we already have enough results oriented mm-hmm. structure in our mm-hmm. life, um, whether it's perf- you know job, meeting bills. Like there are certain criteria, certain results that are necessary and need to be met. Mm-hmm. And if we pile on work, on top of our work, on top of our work. Because we get up and we have our, we go to our day job in some degree, and then we go and we do more work because we like to, you know, say do a project. We got to do more work, got to get the results. I'm doing some, uh, uh, how would you call it, like freelance stuff. Oh, and then I need to go to the gym, and I need to do more. I need to work mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. work out. I need to take the work, and I need to be done with it. I need to get it out. But if you're working all day, you don't need work out. You need to work in. And a lot of the way I distinguish working in versus working out is like in, in doesn't in working in is simply the act of doing things just for the nourishment of it. No result intended. Play is a, is that word play itself. Play the action is the point because it allows us to be more creative. It allows us to be, uh, to expand our will, to expand Mm -hmm. our motivation. Um, And it literally helps improve our brain helps make us helps us integrate things easier when we're connecting movement to uh, 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 like mo, mo, uh, what's the word I'm looking for when we connect movement to intentional thinking those things tend to integrate a lot faster mm-hmm. um, and so yeah like if I'm catching anything from your coaching style it's that hey um, there's a lot of things you could do and because there's a lot of things we could do let's eliminate all the shit we don't want to do from a workout perspective, yeah. at least, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. let's eliminate all this shit. Mm-hmm. Cause like, you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You're already probably doing a lot of shit you don't want to do anyway. So I'm not going to give you more shit that you don't want to do. Yeah. So you work with a client, somebody, uh, some woman is going to hear this. Mm-hmm. Some woman is going to hear this and they're going to say, you know, something about what Veronica said is speaking to me. I don't know what it is, but I want to get in contact with her. How do they do that? Mm. And what's that conversation going to look like? Yeah, um, they can contact me on Instagram, Veronica with a K, and W O J A K O W, and just I want to meet you where you're at. What are your goals and desires? Mm. Um, how do you want to feel? Uh, and what's holding you back? What is in the way right now that's holding you back? Mm. Got to name it to claim it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I don't know about you, but I had serious fun on this conversation. We covered a lot of ground in a really short amount of Mm -hmm. time. What I'm going to do, what I've already done, because somebody's listened to this, it's it's already (laughs) happened. I've already told them what you do. Mm -hmm. I already told them their profession. Uh, But this is a good opportunity for people to get to know who you are. And um, one thing that I will say before we jump off is uh, watching your growth and development since we met at the Strong Coach Summit has been a true honor. Mm. And uh, I don't know how far off you felt from this experience a year ago. But to me, it really felt like something that was going to be a little out of my reach within one year. And I know what it took to get me in this seat, 
So I can only imagine what it took for you to be in that seat as a strong, badass, empress, queen woman. Mm. So we'll finish with this. If you have any interest in reaching out and improving your life, you have to remember this phrase. What does the queen say? The queen says, yeah. Yes. Yes, she does. <laughs> and that, my friends, is a wrap on oh, Serious Fun. Awesome. You're See, the best. You're the best. <laughs> See ya. Thanks for listening to this Serious Fun conversation with my friend Veronica Wojcikowska. This show is brought to you by you. If you'd like to support the show, you could rate it five stars, leave a kind comment, or you could share it with a friend. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.